What's up, goons? It's your boy. I'm here. Chris from Brooklyn. That's my name. I'm the host of this show, and I am joined, as always, by my stalwart producer and world's greatest slam poet, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Hell yeah. You were just telling me you were watching football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching the pigskin getting tossed around on Sunday. Instead of coming to see Catalyst Wrestling, where I crushed it on commentary, you wouldn't have been able to hear anything I said. However, I had a good time. I bet you did. There was literally so many people at the show. There were Mex- like uh, apparently somebody just put out a, uh, a, a group text to every DoorDash driver in Sunset Park. There was 40 Mexicans honking the horns of fucking e-bikes outside of the wrestling show, watching through like holes in the fence. Yeah. It was great. That does sound awesome. Black G's from the NWA, he, he goes by the church's money. He went out with a collection plate and demanded that these poor migrants <laughs> give him money. <laughs> it was the most heelish thing I've ever seen. It was fantastic. You know, you know who didn't do that? We'll get to that. We're going to get to that. Don't well, worry. What do you mean? We're not going to get right into that. You didn't do that. No, I mean, the, the, the New York Jets didn't while they were coming back from a... Uh, you know, 13-point deficit with under two minutes to play. I First mean, time look, that's happened in 20 years. But you were telling me you were watching the Detroit Lions? Yeah. And you said that you believe that they live in Detroit. Well, the I city mean, of Detroit. I mean, I think... You think they, these millionaire athletes... Look, maybe they don't. They live on the right side of 8 Mile, but I think they're, they're in... Started from the bottom, still at the bottom. Yeah. Detroit. You think they live in Detroit? Well, how far outside of Detroit are they going to live? They Two hours. Games in the, you, they could get an Airbnb the night before the game. They, come on. You think they're... No, because they got to go to the facility every day. I guarantee you that they have a training facility that's in a nice suburb what? of Detroit. What? I'm positive. What do you, it's not like a cop or a municipal job where you have to like you have to have like a mailing address in the place to play for the football team. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got to be a, a pillar of the yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make sure you live there for 6 months out of the year. You got to file your taxes in Detroit. They can't even drink the water because they'll it'll negate all the tests in their bodies. Okay. So their their training facility is in Allen Park, Michigan. Sounds like a wonderful town. <laughs> with clear drinking water. Okay, I mean Detroit. To be fair, is not Flint, but yeah. So here is here's Detroit. Yeah, that, that looks about an hour. No, an hour. You know how you know you can settle this? Click directions, and then enter Detroit. Seventeen minutes. I mean, for football players, they're very fast. <laughs> okay, fair point. Fair point. All right, so whatever. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do live. I still think they're commuting an hour. I don't think they're going all the way to Detroit. I don't think you want to be anywhere near Detroit if you're that rich. I mean, I I think you live. I think they live fairly close. Like I said, I do think there is a certain, you know, uh, uh, you know, you owe your community something when you're representing them on the football field. Yeah, and you think people actually care about that? Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. We want to tell. We want to pull up the amount of felonies committed by people currently in the NFL. Violent felonies. Let's let's pull that up. Oh, yeah, give back to your community. Remember when Pac-Man Jones threw money at a stripper and then was just like, nah, bitch, that was a publicity stunt, and then beat her half to death? Do you remember that? I, I mean, you know, some words were exchanged, and, you know, it might have come to blows, but everybody gets excited over money. You remember, know who else I've seen hit women? Who? Professional wrestlers. <laughs> what? Name one. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah. The JR ripoff in uh, WCW. Okay. He had a few with Medusa. That's true. But that was a sanctioned match, man. <laughs> Pro wrestling is ahead of its time. Do you know that uh, 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 there's 
Anything that happens in a strip club is sanctioned by that strip club. Do you know that there was just an article in The Atlantic saying that uh, kids nowadays, they don't want uh, sports to be broken up by gender. They did a poll, and I'm sure they fucking asked all those kids. I'm sure all these kids answer these polls the way we used to answer polls about who was actually taking drugs. Remember that? Remember they would like make you be like, they'd be like, all right, so who's taking drugs? And we'd all be like, not us, while on drugs. Remember like you would have to do an anonymous poll for your school or whatever? Yeah. And they, you would fill in the things. Everybody, everybody was like, yeah, I don't fucking trust these motherfuckers. They do, I bet they're doing the same thing with thought crime now. You know, no dudes want to play against, oh, maybe the dudes want to play against girls. No girls want to play against dudes in baseball. They're going to get fucking housed. True. Uh, and it, like, you know, just especially how bad we've seen it can get with sports, right? Like girls can just get absolutely, you know, like the, the, the you know, the, the men's, yeah, under- men's wrestling team versus the girls wrestling. First of all, it's going to be a lot of titties being touched. No, the, the girls would always wrestle against the guys in, in wrestling and the girls did better than the guys most of the time. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was in high school wrestling, like there was. Uh, my buddy Chris, who ended up becoming a Marine and then fucking getting dishonorably discharged because he was a psycho, he got pinned by What do you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's hear more about this dishonorable discharge for being a psycho. Uh, well, he was like, uh, he, uh, they wanted him to do like, you know, the Hurt Locker shit, you know what I mean? Like bomb ordinance. Nice. He was just not of sound mind to be doing that. Why he, not? Because I'm pretty sure he just blew up a bunch of stuff. and Nice. You know, it was like a real... And he got to the point where he liked blowing stuff up <laughs> just because he liked to like fly in that big foam suit and hit in the shit. Like, rah, 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 rah. He was like, I'm the human pinball. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He got he hurt lockered his way right out of uh, right out of the Marines. Mm. Um, but anytime but yeah, I talk that guy to, got pinned by a chick. I'll say this. Anytime I ever talk to... Because um, I guess you're, you're, you're accounting for weight. But anytime I ever talk to... Uh, like jujitsu coaches, they always say women pick up technique a lot faster because they can't muscle their way out of stuff. That makes sense. So, I mean, it's a good if you want to, if you're interested in it, and also women are going to kind of learn ground technique in case they're being raped. That's why women are typically in a BJJ class. Yeah, dude. I mean, they, you know, either that or they thought the BJJ stand stood for something completely different. Allie Mack has a good joke about that, where she's like, you know, the a rapist primary position is in your guard <laughs> like that's why that's why i'm taking this self-defense class yeah yeah that's it makes good sense that makes great sense um anyway what were we talking oh the women's sports and uh, uh i don't i just don't think there's any no way uh women would want to c- c- consciously play against men no shot but anyway, this is our house cleaning segment, and we got to talk about our beloved goon squad, Oof. the Connecticut Sun. Oof. How bad we so we lost fifty thousand dollars. I mean, we did were, you forget to make that bet? No, we stood to win fifty thousand dollars. We didn't lose fifty. Okay. We lost twenty grand. You actually made the bet. I mean, Chris, you told me to make the bet. We wanted to feed these homeless men. You forgot the bet the week before when we could have won three hundred whole dollars. That was plenty of sandwiches. Nah, dude. I I mean, honestly, I was trying to buy another house this year. 50K in sandwiches? Look, I know this is nothing to you. You're a wheeling, dealing comedy club booker making tons of money. Not anymore. What? <laughs> yeah. First I've heard. Yeah, I got fired. You haven't noticed how much fewer spots you've been getting? I have noticed I've gotten fewer spots. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't work there anymore. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, you must have some money saved up. You worked here for over a year. You made a quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I've never known you to be irresponsible with money. <laughs> really? Never. You don't remember that whole part where I was homeless? I thought that was because you were being responsible. You're oh, yeah. trying to save up money. Well, I mean, yeah. 
But <laughs> you're getting rid of frivolous things in life, like shelter. Uh-huh. Yeah, my car, I gave that to the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a gift. Uh-huh. You should get a tax write-off for that. I really should. You should. Who do I write to about this? I mean, I. you know what? I have a county committee meeting next week. Maybe. Oh, we can, yeah? yeah? I can you bring, can it, bring up. it up there? Hey, hey. Somebody get Harrington the money for his fucking car, all right? Chris, honestly. Like, what is happening? Can you please throw your weight around and get me my car back? <laughs> I need Harrington to get his car back. And they're like, who the fuck is Harrington? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get drunk at this county committee meeting. <laughs> I'm going to get loaded. Oh, I can't wait. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, 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 oh, so the Connecticut so, Sun, how bad was this game? It was not good. What was the final score? I don't know. A lot to a little. They were playing the. Uh, they were playing it at the. Um, so it was the Las Vegas Aces who beat them. Mm-hmm. They were playing it at the uh, the Raiders game. What do you mean? Like at the as they at were... halftime, they brought the ladies out to show a quick <laughs> basketball exhibition. No, no, no. They uh, like on the screen in the the stadium. They okay. were playing like the final few moments of the Las Vegas Aces winning and. Uh, the Raiders were in the middle of an epic historic collapse, so nobody really cared. <laughs> they got like a nice little Bronx cheer, and then they screamed at the Raiders to please get their shit together as Kyler Murray was running all over them. That's hilarious. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Becky Hammond. She was a. Uh, she's the coach of the Aces. She was a an assistant coach in the men's professional basketball association. I didn't know if you never knew even this. heard of that. Yeah, men There's also play- MNBA. You know, it's just called the NBA. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The MNBA. What's the N stand for? Uh, national. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, yeah, she was like a, a coach, an assistant coach on the men's side. And mm-hmm. then, you know, f- first year, this assistant uh, shows up to, to you know, head coach in the ladies' side, and immediately they win a title. Mm. You got to assume. She got some man stuff going on. I'm just saying. She's also, uh, she also defected to Russia. She became a nationalized Russian citizen and plays for them in the Olympics. Nice. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her, but she's making some. She's making the Britney Griner money now. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to. Britney isn't. All right. Well, we have one last thing of uh, old business before we move on with the show. Uh, uh, I sent you just now on Facebook. Yeah, I need you to pull up. We got a one star review on iTunes, and I'm furious about no. it. No, one star. Who would do such a thing? Yeah, it's it's a very. I'm furious about this. I can tell you're harumphing all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> One star review. Who would? I sent it to you on Facebook. I know. I'm trying to log into my Facebook. It's God taking... damn it, Michael. Bro, you know what? People keep moving stuff around on this computer. It's it... They moved your tabs that you opened since we walked into the studio? Maybe. You know, We got all sorts of stuff to talk about today. All right. Give me just a second here, Bubba. Uh... I don't even have my phone. It's in the other room. I read it off my phone. There we go. Thank you. This is a four and a half star review. No, no, no. Oh, That's our right. overall rating. Four point seven stars. Yeah, doing pretty good. We're doing all right. This is uh, our only one star review, I believe. Really? Yeah, we have a, a, a we have a four star review that was edited. If you recall, they said that because I made you change the uh, it cost us a star because I made you change the description of the show when it used to say back at again. Um, so it was three and then it became four or no, now it's, no, it's four. It's still four. He's like, change the review, uh, uh, as per Chris, and then just didn't change the star rating. What a scumbag. Whatever. I don't mind a four star review. Who cares? This guy's a prick though. 
I don't mind a one-star review if it's legitimate. There was one guy who said something about us talking in wrestling lingo and thought we sucked. That was fine. But this guy, listen to this, questions. There's no question mark after the word questions. Do you see this, Mike? And then it says, don't quit your day job. Not funny or humorous. Not worth it. Bug bye. First of all, I'm going to point this out there. Monkey slash T35. You didn't ask any questions. Why would you start a review and say questions and then not ask any questions? Hmm. I'll answer your fucking question, dickhead, because I know you're still fucking listening. So I know you actually secretly love this show, you fucking asshole. Pull back up, Mike. Don't quit your day job. Not f- Little do you know, I don't have a day job, you fucking idiot. Checkmate. Not funny, not humorous, not worth it. Bug by. Bug by, Mike. That's the biggest insult of them all. But what is bug by? I don't even know what that means. Uh, bug by. I'm assuming uh-huh. uh, he has AIDS. Because he's got the bug. He's got. He's like, I got the bug. Bye, y'all. Bug by. I don't even know what bug by means. Bug by. Bug by. What the fuck is a bug by? Is he doing a bug? Did he mean drug by? He, he, maybe he meant to type buh, like B-U-H, buh, bye. Yuck. Yeah. No, he stinks. But bye is worse than bug bye. Oh, I At agree. least bug bye, there's a mystery. You're going to put a question mark at the end of that, and then I'd be like, okay, that's a question, bug bye. I'd be like, well, I don't know what the fuck that means, but bug bye. I couldn't answer that question. He'd have stumped the kid. I'll tell you that right now. If he had just put a question mark after bug bye. Stumped you straight away. Bug bye, Mike? Bug bye. Hmm. Yuck. I'm disgusted, and you know what? I never asked for reviews on this show. Never. But we need some five-star reviews to bury this bug by asshole. Yeah, well, let's say bug by to him. Bug by to you, monkey T35, you fucking prick. I don't think there's an N. I think it's just Moki. Moki? Moki T3. Maybe he meant to write monkey. Maybe. Maybe he just can't spell real. Maybe good. he can't spell for shit, and he's got a problem with what we're fucking saying? Not humorous? Not funny? Everything I've said has been hilarious. That's accurate. Bug by? What does that even mean? It's, it's, it's driving me mad, Mike. It's bug infuriating. By. Bug by? Certainly infuriating. Because I think most bugs say hello. Most bugs say goodbye. I say hello. What do you think about this bug by situation, Mike? I mean, I think we should call an exterminator and bug by his Bug ass. by his bitch ass. Yeah. Dude, I wish we could get the, the papers like Jay and Silent Bob and just go fuck this one guy up. Dude, that'd be sick. Oh, if we just go beat this guy's bug by ass? I mean, I think we would need, you know, Hollywood movie money first. Do we not have that? I mean... You had to go and lose your fucking cushy $250,000 a year job. God damn it, Mike. Chris, it was nowhere near that. And, and I'm very upset, what? honestly. I'm still... It's still a sore subject that I no longer you work You brought at. it up. I could have kayfabe this whole thing. We okay. just, people would have thought that you had the job still. Yeah, and they would think that I'm still making a quarter million dollars a year. Nobody which I, believes that. You're wearing a free hat that you got from the fucking office. I would wear this hat regardless if I was making $250,000 a year. So who knows? Maybe hat. you still are making two hundred dollars somehow. Hat. I don't know what you're doing. Bug by. You're posting fake reviews for people <laughs> online. You think that's me? You I think, could be. You think I'm in Tennessee? So maybe you're back at again. You think I'm back at again? Yeah, in Tennessee. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing in your spare time. You're jetting all over the place putting fake reviews on Apple iTunes? Yeah. Well, bug by. Mm. Moving on. Mike. Yes. 
There's something about immigrants that just happened in this country. What? We're going to talk about this for a while. So if you don't like these long-winded things where I talk about politics, bug bye. <laughs> All right. Um, but so there was this whole thing about immigrants, right? Uh, uh, this week. So DeSantis and the guy from Texas. What's the guy's Abbott is the governor of Texas? Yeah. They've been sending migrants from their border. Well, Florida's not a border state, but they do get a lot of people via boat. Uh, the southern states that border Mexico, it is an interesting thing. They all lean red. Even, you know, San Diego County is the southern tip of California. And even they are one of the redder parts of California. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with stances on immigration. And so what DeSantis and Abbott have been doing is they've been sending busloads of immigrants to... Uh, um, to, you know, the North. Abbott's been sending them to New York on buses. Um, and, you know, Eric Adams. But these are all places. Eric Adams declared this city a, uh, a sanctuary city. Well, not him. It was de Blasio, but he kept it going. They all say the, the criticism is that people up North uh, 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 get to look down their nose at the people actually dealing with this problem. The federal government's not doing enough to fix this issue. There are too many migrants coming over the border. And it's like, I also personally think immigration is a net positive for the country. If we're going to say we're a sanctuary city, we got to take in these fucking Mexicans. Well, they're not even Mexicans. They're Guatemalans. And like Venezuelans. And fucking, if we're actually going to say that, if we're going to, if if I'm going to have to walk by 50 houses in my neighborhood that are giant houses, they just have one retired couple living in it with signs that say immigrants welcome here. Hey, I don't know. You get an extra six fucking bedrooms in your house. I'm talking about the large Flatbush mansions by my house that I don't live in. And they really have signs out that say immigrants welcome? Yeah, and it'll be like, it'll literally like those, a lot of those houses will be like an old retired couple. Why wouldn't you just send a bus to that house? They should send them to those houses. They're giant houses that you never see anybody even walking around in. And none of those people use their fucking driveways. And it's impossible to find a fucking parking spot in my goddamn neighborhood. Hmm. It's infuriating. Well, I mean, if we, if we have that many more migrants here, that's that many more. Cars in your neighborhood. Yeah, because they're all driving Uber. No, but a lot of them do get get cars somehow. Well, it's not it's not the hardest thing in the world to get a car. Well, it, to get a license when you're you know don't have documentation. You don't need a license to have a car. All right, fair enough. You just need insurance, and they'll give you insurance without a license. For real? Yeah, dude. I thought they needed a copy of your license when you got insurance. Uh, you can definitely insure a vehicle with a learner's permit because I have done it many times and then driven around for years without a license. Sick. That's right, dude. I'm a fucking bad boy. But look, so there's this whole thing going on. So now the big thing that just happened is this. DeSantis sent 50 immigrants to um, Martha's Vineyard. And um, Martha's Vineyard is a very rich place. It's on the Cape. You know about the Cape? I know about the Cape. Yeah, it's on the Cape. So then there's all these photo ops of people feeding these migrants food and such. And then the next day, they called in the National Guard to kick them out. Now, mind you, this is Martha's Vineyard in the off season. It's not the summer anymore. It's not, you know, spring through August right now. It's September. That means like 60% of the residences in Martha's Vineyard are empty. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of places to put 50 immigrants. 
It's just 50. It's 50. You probably fit him in one of those fucking houses. Just one of those houses. Lord knows they can cram into a minivan. Nice. I'm just saying. So they called in the army to, to move these people. So there is some good things, but here, here's what's kind of crazy. Um, they, they're calling this human trafficking. Human trafficking is what they're called. Like a lot of the like left pundits on Twitter and stuff were saying that uh, Governor DeSantis is guilty of human trafficking. Can you pull up the definition of human trafficking that I sent you, Mike? Uh, yes, I can. So this is from the Department of Homeland Security, and the Department of Homeland Security defines human trafficking as um, – here, I have it right in front of me here. Sorry, I was trying to figure out what platform you uh, sent to me on. Doing this over three different – Human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. Every year, millions of men, women, and children are trafficked worldwide, including right here in the United States. That's from the Department of Homeland Security. Now, again – uh, human trafficking involves the use of force, fraud, or coercion to obtain some type of labor or commercial sex act. That is the opposite of what DeSantis was trying to do. He was like, hey, we don't want you guys working here. Go up to Massachusetts. Yeah, go work there. It's the opposite. Now, apparently they did use some sort of coercion, um, you know, to get these guys onto these buses. They were like, okay, basically what's going to happen is, uh, 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 you're going to go up there. They got hoodwinked twice. They use the same logic that the coyotes use to get them over the thing. They go, yeah, 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 you're going to get a path to citizenship if you go up. And they said that apparently Department of Homeland Security, there's a video we'll watch in a minute from this lady freaking out. Um, but it's not. It's clearly not human trafficking. Um, there's some reports that they were using. Let's just watch the video of the lady uh, who was very mad at DeSantis. to again and again arrived last night make it clear that they were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board what the hell just push play i'm trying last arrived last night make it clear that they were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board the planes they were told first of all pause this real quick why is she making that mexican girl stand next to her I feel, yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's, uh, she's a reporter for Telemundo. Okay, but why did they position her there? Oh, uh, to make it seem like, you know, the, the, she stands in solidarity with this chick, mm. with what she's saying. Okay. Just seems like credence and credibility. Seems like a weird play here. The prize present for them, and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. Isn't that what a sanctuary city means? Supposedly. <laughs> Well, look, here's the thing. If somebody was like, hey, get in this van, a better life awaits you, I would definitely be like, no, I'm not getting that weird van you got over there. Like, if you get lured in, it's like, I always thought that the kids who got lured into a van kind of deserve to get raped. You know what I mean? No, dude, if you think about it, right, they got to this country uh -huh. by just blindly jumping into the van. Yeah, they were, had already, that's what I'm saying. Do you not understand? They were already lied to. That's why they're here. They're like, don't worry, this is going to be a breeze. And then people take money from these people and they fuck them over. It's fucked. Yeah, but I, they got them over the border. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep pressing my luck. Yeah, I mean, I guess you just go further north where you know there's less Mexicans you have to compete with for fucking cheap labor. You know what I mean? It is actually smart. 
But all right, let's watch some more of this. This was obviously a sadistic lie. Not only did those responsible for this stunt know that there was no housing and no employment awaiting the migrants, they also very intentionally chose not to call ahead to any single office authority on Martha's Vineyard so that even the most basic human needs arrangements could be made. Pause. Ensure- it's 50 fucking people, Mike. Just get a six-foot hero from a fucking... They don't have a deli on Martha's Vineyard? Well, get a couple of pies. You're fine. It's a beach town. Set up a couple of tents. How fucking hard is it to fucking get the basic things? There are people who just... Many of these people walked across multiple countries to get here. Yeah, but you got to understand, right? It's an island. So, like, you know, regular sandwich out get there. Get some fish! It's like 20 bucks. I'm just saying, you can get some pies. Get a couple of pies. 50 migrants, what do you need? 12 pies? 15? Yeah. couple of two liters? You can't get that? That's fucking crazy. Like, uh, it's 50 people, Mike. It's not that many. Yeah. And like I said, this is what's crazy about this. The next day, like I said, the army came in. It's fucking crazy. Like, and you wonder, like, when people Where say, did like, they send them. Huh? Where'd they send them? To a military, to a National Guard base in Cape Cod. Oh. I bet they had chowder over there. They were like, yeah, we got chowder. We got chowder. Well, now we're just letting immigrants onto military installations? Why wouldn't we? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, it seems like they could be... What if the Guatemalan government is just sending in spies to find out what we're doing over here? Hmm. That's true. You never thought about that, did you? I, I mean, they might be doing that. Who knows? Look, all right, so let's watch some more of this. Ensuring that no help awaited the migrants at all was the entire point. They were provided with a cartoonishly simple map of Martha's Vineyard. Pause it. And they- That's hilarious, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Woo! That is, it's just a map of the United States mm-hmm. with <laughs> no capitals even on it, just the names of states mm-hmm. and then an arrow. That starts in Texas. It is cartoonishly simple. However, it's... The United States is not very good at geography. Let me put this out there. These people probably have a better idea of geography. We are notoriously bad at geography here in the States. They made it through multiple other countries. They walked through two countries. Most of these people, like, didn't even start in Guatemala. They started in, like, El Salvador, walked through Guatemala, then walked through Mexico. Did you be like, hey, yeah, you're going north, like, you're going northeast. They're going to go, okay, so Canada a little farther. We go one more. We go one more. One more. It's just one more. We go one more. <laughs> one more again. One more. We go. Go one more. One more. So if you're going to get them up to Martha's Vineyard, you're, all, you're over... Three quarters of the way there. Dude, that's fucking great for them. Right? Maybe that's actually DeSantis' plan, but he's not trying to start World War III with Canada. You know what I mean? Like in that movie, Canadian Bacon. Dude, that would actually be sick. If he did that? If we just shipped them all to Canada? Migrants? They're like, yo, they got fucking free health care up there. We should do that. Why don't we? Um, But then, you know, there's going to be problems. Why? I'm just saying, it's going to be, look. What the fuck is Canada going to do? I don't probably suspend some sort of lumber that we need. That's the thing. It's like, I think these Mexicans could probably outperform the beavers in Canada and fucking actually cutting down trees. Those beavers are using their teeth. Mexicans can use tools. I've seen them. (laughs) Dude, honestly, the Mexican lumberjack, it's time. 
Dude, we get so oh, we get so fucking beefed up. Like we get them lumberjack diesel, fucking Guatemalan immigrants. This first of all, we just may may need to do that. Like we need to get lumberjack diesel fucking South Americans and then just make them all citizens. Because I, I dare ISIS to come over here with some fucking cock diesel lumberjack fucking don't need to sleep, can work 14 hours straight, fucking South Americans. We will fuck up any invading force in this country. We can send them over there. Once they get, once we get these guys lumberjack, you ever fucking have you ever been in like have you ever worked in a kitchen? I'm like in I've been in awe of some of those fucking guys. They'll work fucking 18 hours, fucking lugging shit around. Fine. Just fine. Just like, yep, I can still do this. If we got those little motherfuckers, guys named like Martine and fucking Ephraim, we get those motherfuckers lumberjack diesel. There's no stopping them. It's true. They'll be running around like little fucking Tasmanian devils with two axes. Be crazy. We don't even need Canada anymore. Fuck them. But then we send them over there. Fucking kill all the beavers. Bro, why don't we just go take Canada? We should just take Canada. What are they going to do? What the fuck are they going to do? They're not going to do shit, bro. Bro, they got all the lumber up there. Dude, they got mad lumber. They got fucking maple syrup. (sighs) French food. Dude, if we just took over Canada... Mm -hmm. And then we just fucking put all the migrants... In Canada. In Canada. The cold part? That seems mean, dude. What do you mean? I think it would be meaner to send them to Canada than Martha's Vineyard. I mean, they get... What's this all about? Dude, they're too... They're, all right, okay. so here's what, here's what Canada's not going to do if we send fucking whole 50 migrants to the, up there. What's that over there, buddy? They're not going to call the fucking... Me not your amigo, guy. <laughs> they're not going to call the military on them. They're not. The Royal Canadian Yaxman? No. All right, let's watch more of this lady yelling. The United States in a brief brochure containing snippets from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts website and instructions to change their address with USCIS when they relocated. This is especially troubling as anyone with even the most basic understanding of the immigration proceedings knows that USCIS was not the agency with whom the migrants would have to record their addresses and has nothing to do with their cases in any way. It is clear that this was an intentional attempt to ensure that these migrants were removed in absentia when they failed to change their address with the proper agency. This was a purposeful derailment designed to prevent people from complying with federal immigration policies. This is problematic because the state should not be interfering with federal immigration policy. Before they boarded the planes, the migrants... The entire problem with this is that the federal agencies refuse to do anything about the immigration problem because it's political suicide for fucking Joe Biden. That's the whole thing. This is a protest of Biden's immigration policies. And I get it. It's not being done the best way. It's pretty shitty. Eh. It's pretty shitty. to. These are still human beings, Mike. Okay. I don't know, man. I've always had a lot of fucking... I always feel bad for people who come over here undocumented, dude. They really are just trying to leave a shitty situation. Okay. And it's like, you think Texas is great? A place where you're not wanted? Versus a place that claims to be a sanctuary city. I'm just going to throw this out there. Texas is where they ended up. What I'm saying is this. The way this has been done, if they are actually fucking up 
how they can register their asylum claims, and it's actually making them illegal, then they cannot get their asylum claims later. It's fucked up if that was done intentionally. So far, she's provided no proof that they've done this intentionally, other than she just said that they did. Which, let's face it, they probably did. Let's watch some more of this. Look. Huh. If you're this fucking, if you're this place, if you're Martha's Vineyard, uh-huh. that's on you to fucking sort out. What do you mean? Look, if they're putting claims with this place and that place, they're going to need to go into an office in Martha's Vineyard to fucking put these forms you in. You think Martha's Vineyard has a place for fucking immigrants to fucking register anything? Well, no. Well, that's on the, how can you be a sanctuary city then if you have no services to provide anything for migrants? How can you call yourself a sanctuary city if you have no sanctuary to provide? Hmm. I bet their church isn't even open 24 hours. Probably not. I bet nothing's open 24 hours. Look at this chick. This is the kind of person who lives in fucking Martha's Vineyard. I think she was just cl- within driving distance and showed up over there. Nah, uh, push play. That's a Martha's Vineyard ass bitch. ...were processed by agents of the Department of Homeland Security who listed falsified addresses on the migrants' paperwork. Okay, pause it again. Agents she said that this was done by... People from the Department of Homeland Security. Those are federal agents. That is a federal agent. Right? Yep. So, what you're, you're saying is these federal agents can't interfere in federal immigration policy? Sure, maybe they are working for DeSantis or whatever, or maybe people who work for DHS probably don't like immigrants very much. I don't fucking know. I know that so far we've proven this isn't. Clearly, Martha's Vineyard's not a sanctuary city. Uh, uh, probably these guys acted in bad. Probably the governor, Governor Abbott and DeSantis, acted in bad faith on some level. Oh yeah, and uh, federal agents are involved in this. So it's and it's not human trafficking because again, human trafficking means that you want the labor of these people. They want the opposite of that. None of the labor from these people. That's literally what they're always... And I'll tell you this, they probably need some illegal immigrants in Texas because, you know, fucking Bush fucked up all the travel visas, the seasonal visas. So they probably actually do need more than normal, but whatever. Keep going. ...apparently chose random homeless shelters all across the country from Washington to Florida to list the migrants' mailing addresses, even when told by the migrants that they had no address in the U.S., According to the paperwork provided to them, the migrants are required to check in with ICE office nearest to the fake address chosen for them by DHS or be permanently removed from the United States, with some required to check in as early as this coming Monday. It could not be clearer that this is an attempt to ensure that these people are ordered removed, even as they try as hard as they can to comply with the instructions provided to them. There is no other reason to list as someone's mailing address a homeless shelter in Tacoma, Washington. God damn it. Why would anybody want to go to Tacoma, Washington? Even the homeless. It's a shitty hellhole. I know nothing about it, but I assume based on this lady's indignation that it sucks in Tacoma. Okay. Well, look, if you're telling me that they're just falsifying documents for these people, then yes, every single person. Well, why wouldn't they just put a homeless shelter Near Martha's Vineyard. Because, I mean... There's gotta be one. From what she's saying, it's directly to get these people kicked out of the country. Which is fucked up. And if that is the case, every single person from DHS who did that, whose signatures are on those forms, should be reprimanded. Yeah. But the act of sending these people to Martha's Vineyard, on its own. 
No, on its own, perfectly fine. And in all honesty, I've never really understood the problem that all these cities have when fuck because they used to just be blustering, if you recall. Like this used to be a thing that southern governors would say that they were going to do and then never actually do. This is the first time they're actually doing it. And good, good on them. It is it is like actually to me it's kind of this thing where it's like all right, well now maybe we'll fucking mobilize on this. And here we can jump to the jump to the video of DeSantis um that I sent you just a little while ago in the same in the same text thread. Jump to the video of DeSantis because I want to watch this and what he has to say about it. Got it. Because it is, it's pretty, yeah, pull it up. He, he didn't scramble to get his cabinet together when we had millions of people illegally pouring across the southern border. He didn't scramble to get his cabinet together when you had 43, 53 migrants die in some trailer in Texas because they were neglected by the federal government. It's only when you have 50 illegal aliens end up in a very wealthy, rich sanctuary enclave that he decides to scramble on this. We don't need we don't need we didn't need the end of it. But uh so apparently, you know, the Biden administration, I don't know what mobilize your cabinet means. Is that just a group chat? Yeah, I think so. They just ju- he just jumped in the Slack channel. Yeah, they just start texting. Yeah, I, I mean, it seems like that's probably all it was. Um, so, but I mean, they did blood. They did they did get on TV and be like, "Yeah, we're mo- to deal with this." And again, to my initial point, it's fifty people. Just get a, a dozen pies, and this is taken care of. I don't understand how this is a problem. Do they not need gardeners in Martha's Vineyard? What the fuck are we doing? You think they have white gardeners in Martha's Vineyard? That would be crazy. I mean, they have Canadian immigrants come down. That's my best thought. I mean, they—I don't understand why they wouldn't need these people. They don't—they have no need of some sort of Chinese restaurant that has Mexicans in the kitchen. They have no need. They don't need a couple extra bus boys. Well, I mean, it's off season now. I mean, they got a train. They don't need barbers. They don't need somebody to sell oranges. Dog, there's nobody going to get a Guatemalan haircut in fucking Martha's Vineyard. Somebody needs a fade. You tell me they have no lesbians in Martha's Vineyard? Nah, dude, they got rid of those in '83. Who's eating all the clam? The chowder heads. They got to put it in the chowder. Yeah. All right. There is one other video I sent you that was actually pretty funny about the whole thing. Because this whole thing was getting real fucking thing, and everybody's like going, all right, you feel bad about these migrants, blah, 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 blah. And then the, this was like. This was on MSNBC. Can you play it? Uh, it was, it's in the same thread. I sent it to you right, right before. I think it might have been the first video I sent you about this. The whole thing has been pretty funny. This is the only other one that I have. I'm pulling up. A Should one. be a lady. I just have the migrants being flown in. No. Uh, go to the Facebook. If I had my phone, I could tell you exactly where it was. I'm sorry. I'm pulling in. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have it here. My bad. I'm here to Martha's Vineyard. So uh, there's activists here, Jose, that are saying that these people were victims of human trafficking. They want an investigation 
from the Justice Department onto what Governor DeSantis is doing, what Governor Greg Abbott is doing, because they're saying that these people are being abused and used uh, to bring a border crisis deeper into the country. Now, I can tell you they are not angry at uh, Ron DeSantis. They are actually thanking him for having brought them to Martha's Vineyard, where they were, they were very well received. But other people, well, they're saying they're being used as political pawns. They don't resent it for now, uh, and they know they're the lucky ones. I'm here to- there you go. The actual people who got sent there are telling— that was aired on MSNBC by a Telemundo reporter. That they're from Venezuela, which means they walked through like four countries to get to fucking Mexico. Well, to get to Martha's Vineyard. First of all, who, for all we know, they were trying to get they were trying to get to Massachusetts, right? <laughs> like for all we know, they wanted to check out Plymouth Rock. That was always the goal. Yeah, they're pilgrims of, of a sort, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of like when you hit like a, a shoot and shoots and ladders and it shoots you all the way. That's what these buses might have been for these people. Yeah, for all I know. Just got to skip to the end. Yeah. It's pretty sick, honestly. Honestly, these migrants are fucking crushing it, dude. Dude, they're doing so good. Dude, if this is the amazing race, they fucking are beating all of the other migrants because they got that fucking flight. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, If they're doing, like, maybe they're going to uh, Portland, Maine to get some dank buds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just fucking, they're beating all the other migrants to the dank buds. It's all totally plausible. Dude, I think that's definitely what's happening. Dude, maybe they're going to take up jobs as, uh, remember we were talking last week, about how in Oregon, like a few years ago, it was possible to like make a living as like a trimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe right because they use those barber skills. Maybe because like the the like the legalization process is back ten years or so mm-hmm. in Massachusetts compared to where it's at in California. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can just get a job trimming there, and it's mm-hmm. not like a fully corrupt, fucked up system yet. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, because we talk about California, it's fucked. Maybe they can. Yeah, Maine. Honestly, some of the bud I see coming out of Maine significantly nicer than the bud I see coming out in from California at this point. Like the indoor bud in Maine, significantly better than California. It's crazy. Good to know. Yeah. All right. I think we did it. We solved the whole thing. Yeah. It's a couple yeah. pizzas, some two liters. Dude, I don't understand why they couldn't get a couple of pies. A tenth or two. All right, moving on. Mike, uh, we talked a lot about, recently we talked about the uh, the overwhelming lack of attention to a medical problem in this country, which is addiction to stabbing, right? Of course. And now that's gotten even worse. Now there's a guy who was so addicted to stabbing, he's moved on to harder stuff, and he's attacking people with an axe in a McDonald's here in New York. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, dude, that's basically the free base of stabbing addiction. Yeah. Is once you move on to axis, I mean, it's, and this is a real serious medical problem. No coming back from it. No, there's none. It's crazy. So, this is a, this is a story that went pretty viral over the weekend. You sent it to me, but I had been reading about it. Uh, this, this was in a McDonald's. Somebody said that he had just been, um, this gentleman had just been, um, dumped. Dumped. And then he got into a fight. Michael Palacios. 31 years old, grabbed an axe and trashed the Delancey Street fast food joint early Friday. I'll tell you this, the people who work in that McDonald's, very rude. Yeah, they really are. Very rude in there. 
kind of stank. What are you doing? It's very stank in there. Now, and again, this guy's got a medical problem. I thought we are supposed to be a compassionate city. Yeah, I thought this was a sanctuary for stabbing. Exactly. It's a stabbing sanctuary. Um, so now this guy is out. He got out on no bail, which, hilarious. Um, wait, wait, wait. He took an axe to a McDonald's. Look, here's the thing. If I'm the judge... I go, which McDonald's? And they go, Delancey Street. And I go, all right, let this guy out. I, I understand. What did, they, you, did you specifically tell them not to put mayo on your McChicken? And then they pulled that gun out and just just put mayo all over your fucking McChicken? Like, you said no mayo. making eye contact with yeah, you. Yeah, you said no mayo. They looked you dead in your face and mayoed up your McChicken. <laughs> maybe that's happened to somebody else. And, you know, maybe that person didn't have the balls to just grab an axe and start axing the place up. Let me ask you something, McDonald's. Stop putting mayo in guns. It doesn't belong in guns. That's ridiculous. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, put it in an axe. Yeah, put it in an axe. <laughs> if you put it in an axe, now you got your chicken nicely cut in half. Bong, bong, bong. This is crazy to have mayo in a gun. We can't have axe control in this city. What are they doing with all the douchebags with spiky hair and straight line button-down shirts that are waiting a lot going to some fucking club that nobody likes? What are we going to do? You need the axe. So anyway, Michael Palacios speaks out on his weapon of choice. Uh, so think about it. Here, here, here was his, when he was asked why he had an axe over, why he carries an axe instead of a gun. Uh, think about it. If you only think that the thing you can protect yourself with is a gun, we're all going to fucking jail. With a hatchet, I have my options. I could throw it or just smash a fucking table. With a gun... All you do is shoot. Now, I'm going to say this right now. This guy's making a lot of sense. I've been thinking about bringing a co-host onto the show, Mike. Because <laughs> you got a lot on your plate. You know, I love having you here. I love going back and forth with you. But we might need a second guy here because you're always working on other stuff in the, in the booth while we're doing the show. And maybe this guy, he's making a lot of sense to me. I'm not saying he should smash this table in here. Certainly not. But that, look... He even says, and I'll tell you this, and I believe him, he says, next thing he says, I'm not unhinged. Well, if he says that, it must Yeah, be I mean, come on. You ready for this? Huh? Uh, the, the pictures from the thing? All right. I'd like to point out. Oh, look at this. He's using the back of the axe. Yeah. Clearly, that's like having the safety on. Yeah, that's, that's the pistol whipping of axe wielding. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to point out how full these trash cans are. Yeah, because that McDonald's is gross. Clearly a trash McDonald's. Yeah. Should be treated as such. Uh, if you look down here, uh, here's the glass partition that he destroyed with the axe. Oh, damn. Were those people just making out and they didn't realize there was an axe man in there? No, I think they were. I'm an axe man. They should really get him. He should really get a WWE contract. And I'm an axe man should be his theme song. Dude, him and Billy Gunn would be a hell of a tag team. <sighs> Dude, uh, I'd also like to point I out. I like to lick him. He likes to stick them. We like to chop them. I'd like to point out just fucking city, how I'm city boys up, how city boys up this dude is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just right with the bitch in front of him. <laughs> He's got his hands up and letting her just be his human shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, kill this bitch. <laughs> I don't even like her. She got hotter friends. It's just late. <laughs> True. Um, let's see here. Uh, and then this one is probably the most damning image. It's the man 
talking to a girl who seems very he's scared literally for her pointing life. at her and he's going let me ask you something <laughs> um oh also it turns out he was not broken up with uh mm-hmm. he had just tried to holler at a bitch which one the one who's fucking that other dude i'm assuming the one who's got the axe in her face uh, um let's take a look at what this guy looks like uh no just right there that's fine the outfit let's take a look at his fit no go scroll up. i want to see what his shoes look like all right, he's wearing Cortez's navy blue ca- like slack shorts and then fucking a black wife beater. I mean, come on, dude. It's after Labor Day. I mean, just put a shirt on. You need some sort of sleeve. Yeah, there's no black beaters after Labor Day. Yeah, come on, dude. Grow up. This is crazy. So he tried to holler at that chick, and then what happened? Uh, so I'm seeing here. Uh, where is the line? Um, a witness to the wild caught on video incident said Palacios went off when a woman at the restaurant rejected him after he continually tried to talk to her. So basically, he got in an argument with a girl. The girl rejected him. Uh, she didn't want to talk to him. He kept going at her. So then he just started axing questions. You got to ask a question. Can I have your number? I'm assuming this was the girl who was like, nah. <laughs> She's pretty cute. Yeah, she's pretty cute, and she's alone. You know what I mean? I, is she not with those guys? What guys? These guys? The guys cowering in fear as she's getting an axe pointed at her? No, I'm pretty sure they're just there in case, like, he's got to take the first swing and bury the axe in her before they feel confident he's gotta enough. got to bury the hatchet with her. To bum rush him. He's yeah, got to yeah, fix yeah. everything up. Bury the hatchet, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, so he then says after he goes, uh, after he says, I'm not unhinged, he, he, he says, I'm not psychotic. I just did what anybody would do when being pummeled. What would you do? Take out your phone and call 911. I'm not a loose cannon. I don't think just because I'm angry and going through some shit, I'm going to hurt other people. People are saying, oh, these guys are lucky. It had nothing to do with luck. It's not luckily they didn't chopped up. I didn't chop them up because I didn't want to. Dude, this guy is making a lot of sense, Mike. He was pummeled? I, according to him, these guys jumped him for trying to talk to some lady. Mm. Right? not good everybody's talking about how i should be in jail i did my 18 hours bro <laughs> what else do you want why do i have to be in jail i'm not going back to, i'm not going to make it a race thing just because i'm big and black i'll tell you what he should make it a race thing because you know something there are a lot of stereotypes about black people none of them involve axes true well not actual axes okay I'm just saying, typically the tomahawk is associated with Native Americans, Mike. It's true. So you're saying he was appropriating Native American culture. Well, uh, maybe he is a horrible person and he should be canceled, but I don't know if that's a jailable offense. Gotcha. I don't know if he should be allowed to host the Oscars. This is the same thing like going to a Cowboys and Indian party. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's New York City. I've been here a long time and there's always been crime. I got hit in the head with a hammer on that corner like 10 years ago while I was walking to the store, some random dude. So 10 years ago, somebody got hit with a hammer. Today, somebody hit a table with a fucking hatchet. I think things are getting better if you ask me. This guy should run for fucking mayor. He is making so much sense. That's true, dude. Somebody got hit with a hammer 10 years ago, and what did he do, really? He fucked up at McDonald's? Seems like he's fighting capitalism, and it's all its evils. That's what I say, Mike. I like this guy. 
I'll vote for him. Mike, you're going to have him run against Eric Adams? I think that's the way to do it. Who's tougher on crime than the X-Man? I'm an X-Man. I'm an X-Man. What do you think, Mike? You think you should run for mayor? I mean, look. I think the only way you beat a cop is with a criminal. It's like rock, paper, scissors. Kind of. It's kind of how that works. And then the only way you beat a criminal is with the army. Yeah. Or the IRS. Not a good woman. Mm, that's true. They really fucking ruin everything, don't they? That's what they do. Hmm. Okay, so here's what he actually said. Uh, he said that the stem from an argument with a patron after a security guard at the eatery refused to let him use the bathroom. I'm like, yo, come on, open the bathroom. And then I hear, you don't have to be mean about it. Like, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I didn't even look back. I just said it, and it all became, oh, I'll snap you. I'm like, Oh, I'll slap you. And I'm like, where are you going to slap me? And that's when I came at the guy with a black tank top. And eventually I just got tired of three dudes backing me up. I just slapped one of them. It had nothing to do with the with attacking women, he said. The woman had no issues. I had no issues with the woman. But three patrons jumped him and pummeled him with punches, even as he appeared to remain calm, according to Uber Eats driver and the video. So apparently he did get beat up. I showed composure. People just see blackness. But I was thinking, I was processing. You ever download a program at the Apple sign spins? That was me processing. I wanted to intimidate them. Also, I wanted to show them that the hatchet was real. It's not a toy. Nobody trains for this. The average person doesn't train to fight off three people. I'm just lucky, I guess, that I drink enough water and I do enough push-ups to fend off three young adults. I'm just a regular guy, no military tree. You had an axe. I'm starting to, you're starting to break me here on your whole story. You had an axe, bud. Don't be hanging out with punk-ass dudes who don't have axes. I added that. Uh, because they're going to get you into problems like this. After that, I shook her hand. He said, I understood it was a very intense situation, a lot of drama going on. Um, so you're telling me he was pointing an axe at her and waving it and then ended that with shaking her hand? Yes. Wow. Uh, he said he was already in a bad mood because he lost his job at a local brewery earlier in the day for tardiness. Oh, no. Tough day overall. Yeah. Imagine being fired for what, a couple of minutes late at your brewery job, dude. A few minutes. Is that that big of a deal? Come on. And then all of a sudden, they put too much fucking mayo on your McChicken. Everybody knows what that's like. I'm pulling out a fucking... You're lucky I don't have a gun on me at that point. He says here, I once got jumped in Chicago and I told myself I was never going to let that shit happen again. Honestly, I just randomly picked it up at Home Depot a couple weeks ago. It was still in my bag. Wait a sec. He got jumped in Chicago and has lived in New York for mad long and then just bought an axe like a couple of weeks ago? I mean, maybe he's just had the axe forever. Who knows if it's the axe or the crazy person? You know what I mean? It's like a chicken and the egg. It's very much like that. We never know how this is going to end. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on.
Well, all right, those boys seem to get real mad every time we come in here, but I'll tell you this, they're out there getting themselves a drink, and I'm in here telling you about rockauto.com. Do you know about rockauto.com? Yeehaw! Rockauto.com, they'll get you all the things you need to fix your horse right up. An axe to cut him up after he breaks his leg? Wait, are we talking about axes or horses or cars? I, I think we're talking... You got you a wagon wheel over there at rockauto.com at the lowest price. <laughs> A wagon wheel <laughs> over there at rockauto.com. You're going to get there with the lowest prices. They've been in business for over 20 years. 20 years. You can get a carburetor for your horse, spark plugs for your horse. You get anything you need to get around. I know you got to get around town at rockauto.com. So go to rockauto.com and we check out. They got the cheapest prices around. So you don't even need to enter a promo code. You just tell them that notes of a goon sent you. <laughs> All right. I think them boys are coming back in here with some beers. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. Mike, what the fuck did I say about these guys coming in? Just ship them up to Martha's Vineyard. What are you doing? I went out to get a beer. I'm coming back to talk about the fine people over at rockauto.com. They'll give you anything for you. They got a horse in here that's not even the racehorse. It's two guys that look like us, but they're cowboys. And there's a horse that's not a racehorse. He's actually a horse that runs fast instead of a horse that's an expert in race relations. That's not what we need here. We need cheap auto parts from the fine people at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com has been in business for 20 years. And they can get me anything I need to fix my car. So let's say I need some of those hubcaps that look like spinning rims because I need those. You know what I mean? I'll get them cheaper at rockauto.com than I'll get them anywhere else. Those pine tree fucking air fresheners, I need that shit because I got a dead body in my fucking car. Because I just axed the shit out of somebody outside. And I need a bunch of those things. You shouldn't admit to that on air. What? You shouldn't admit to that on air. All right. Look, here's the thing. I got dead bodies in my fucking car. Also, it's not even my car. I stole it. So good luck finding it, you fucking idiots. Now you're registered in my name. That is pretty brilliant. And, you know, I got all the tools to take off the license plate and scratch off the VIN number from rockauto.com. They got the best prices on anything you need to fix your fucking car up. You know what I mean? You don't even need a promo code. You go to rockauto.com and tell them Notes of a Goon sent you. And we don't need any goddamn hillbillies doing our fucking ad reads. I think they were talking about a horse. Dude, I don't know what those guys are doing anymore. I think they've lost it, dude. Dude, I don't even know where they keep hiding. They <laughs> jump up the chimney or something whenever I come back in here. It's fucking weird, dude. How do they have a full band with them? It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Whatever. Moving on. Mike, Joe Biden has declared that COVID is over. Woo! Are you excited? Of course I'm excited. I mean, dude, it changes nothing about my life that an old man said a thing. However, it's cause for celebration. That's right, everybody. That thing that we all knew was over for six months, the federal government has finally caught up with us and said, it's over, baby. We all knew COVID was over, and it's still over. Yeah. Even an old man who got COVID twice in two weeks is like, yeah, I'm not even scared of this anymore. Because it's not a thing and hasn't been for a year and a fucking half. Oh, my God. Can we all? Everybody's done. We're all COVID ending celebration out. No one cares. 
No, no, this is it. This is when we finally get to be excited oh. that oh, the we pandemic's over. Yes, yeah, some guy said a thing that we all knew. Do you know that this is a weird thing? There's a statistic that uh, nothing passes in the government until like 85% of the country believes it, which means I wonder what the last person to go, I guess COVID's finally over, and that hits the 85% mark. And then Biden was like, all right, COVID's over. I'm the cool uncle. It's like the first time you hear your grandmother say shit. (laughs) How much of a bitch do you feel for getting the shot now? Largely, yes. But at the time, I don't know. My girl was pretty fucked. She got vaccinated. She got was pretty fucked up from uh, COVID. So she, she could have died. I don't have an axe in the house to fight off COVID. <laughs> COVID's over, baby. It's a it is a celebration. Cheers to COVID being over. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Yeah, we did. We did it two years ago, Joe. We we were done. What two years ago we were living in a dead city. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. COVID's over. It's Completely over. Horring twenties is about to happen. Woo. Hasn't been happening for a year and a half. Nope. Now's the time. A year. It's been a year. Everybody's been done with COVID since January last year. Mm-hmm. Oh. So now do I get to make fun of people that are outside in cloth masks? No, because those could just be Asians who've been doing it before the pandemic. No, they're not. If you're wearing a cloth mask outside, I should be able to make fun of you. Okay. Unless you're Asian. I think that's a good rule. Moving on. Um... Did you hear Putin killed another dude? What? Yeah, it's pretty badass, dude. That is pretty badass. Um, so a record number of like uh, rich motherfuckers in Russia have died since the Ukrainian war started. And uh, they threw a guy overboard in the Arctic. Uh, Ivan Pikorin, uh, he's the managing direct- director for the Corporation for Development of the Far East and the Arctic, just fell off a boat. Oh, yeah? It kind of fell off a boat Saturday. As one does. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you fall off boats. It happens, Mike. You can fall off a boat. I'm just... How many more guys... Like, Putin's just going to keep killing people in Russia, right? Like, there's no getting... And if we get rid of Putin in Russia, there's just going to be another strongman in Russia. What are you looking at? I mean, big news on the podcast front. Our podcast? No, just podcasts in general. Is Joe Rogan dead? No. Did Putin I- kill Joe Rogan? Adnan Syed from Serial uh, has been released from jail. Oh, that is pretty sweet. Yeah. Good for that guy. You think he killed uh, that chick? Yes. You think so? Totally. Mm. Either way, he got sentenced in 2000. It's mm-hmm. 2023. Ain't nobody got to be in jail for... He did his 18 hours, bro. That's what I'm saying. He should have had an ex. It just goes to show you. Always carry an axe, Mike. That's the Boy Boy Scouts motto. Always be prepared. Mm -hmm. What makes you more prepared to face life's challenges than a fucking axe? Always be axing. If Putin had an axe, he wouldn't have to kill this guy and throw him overboard. He could have just put a fucking axe right in his fucking head. You know what I mean? Of course. 
I mean, um, dude, you show up, you wash on shore with an axe in your head. People are gonna know. You got they, they you yeah, fucked they, around and found out. They killed another oligarch in February. It's fucking he's just dropping bodies like that fucking montage in Goodfellas. It's great. It's hilarious. But Russia's just gonna have another if he gets kicked out, they're just gonna get another asshole. Russia loves to just they've had what, five revolutions? Something like that. Right? Like, their government has fallen, right, even before communism. Didn't they have three revolutions or some shit? Did they really? Or two? Something. There was another revolution before the before the Bolsheviks, wasn't there? I, Dude, why are you asking me about Russian history? Come on, man. All right, Joe. I... Just look it up. You're the producer of the show. You know, when I get my axe-willing co-host in here, you're not going to be acting this way. You're not going to be axed in this way. Okay, two revolutions took place in 1917. The first, commonly referred to as the February Revolution, and overthrew the imperial government. The second, the Bolsheviks Revolution, brought the Bolsheviks to power. See? Two revolutions. Okay. One year. Well. I mean, that's like saying that the fucking French Revolution, right, like, it, it, you know, first they got the king and queen out, and then they gave power over to the Jacobins, so, you know, that's two revolutions. It's one revolution. You just, different phases. Oh, you just kind of stuttered on it? Yeah. Maybe. Was there anything before that, or was it just czars all the way back? Just how many revolutions? I'm trying to figure this out. I'm sorry. How many revolutions has Russia had? It's saying two, but I think those were the big two. Oh, the three Russian revolutions. There you go. No. it's. So just- and then there's the collapse of the Soviet Union. Okay, yeah, that works. That's not a revolution, per se. Oh, what is this about... uh, 1926-something happened. You know what? We're going to have to read a little bit more about this, and we'll come back to this next weekend. Yeah, I mean, you just put me kind of on the spot. I put you on the spot? Kind of. You should have this kind of knowledge ready to go if you're going to produce this show, Mike. Okay. You know, I might at any given time, I might ask you how many revolutions they've had in any given country. Mm-hmm. How many times has the Congo been overthrown? Oh, come on. It's got to be six. I mean, bare minimum. What country has turned over the most? What company has had more heel baby face turns? Okay. What country has had the most revolutions? Yeah. Uh, okay. Got to be somewhere in Africa. Uh, okay. So this is saying Arab winter, which what the hell is that? No, that's the most revolutions that happened in one year. Oh, okay. It was after the Arab Spring. For real? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So I'm seeing uh, Belgium has had three. That's pretty good for a little country like Belgium. Yeah. Uh, Brazil has had eight. What? Yo, Brazil is killing it. Yeah. Um, That's why their their flag has a globe on it. Because they just keep revolving. uh, Wait. Yeah, all right. So there was. There was, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch in Brazil. Uh, Portugal seems to have had quite a few. Good for them. Yeah, Portugal. So anybody had... who speaks Portuguese, they're fucking gatting up. Yeah, Portugal's had eight. Okay. As well. Ooh, Spain. Spain is the new leader in the clubhouse. 13. 13 Spanish revolutions. Well, I mean, look at this, right? So, like, anarchist insurrection of January 33. That doesn't seem like a revolution. Anarchist insurrection of December 33. I mean, come on. I mean, that's almost a year apart. One of these is that, just That's a... two almost different years. Yeah. Okay. Well, Austerian, Austerian, 
Uh, oh, that's not a revolution. A that's strike. a strike. Come on. Wait, what hey, the fuck? Well, it did redistribute political power from leftists to conservatives. Okay. But. That's fine, then. Glorious revolution? That sounds like a legit. That seems like a pretty big one. Yeah. Yeah, deposition of the queen. And now, okay, so they're, are they counting? All right, they're, they're counting the Catalonian thing where they just decided to split. They seceded, right? Catalonia seceded from Spain, right? Uh, Recently. I think so. I think a big part of it was bullfighting. They were upset about bullfighting. Wait, for real? I think so. Oh, this is 1874. This is nothing about what I'm talking about. Yeah. We don't know anything about the stuff we're talking about right now. We're in deep waters here, Mikey. Yeah, I mean, you kind of just, you, you kind of just are. We, all right, I'm gonna look into this for next week. I'm gonna, I'll probably be a little late next week. I'm probably gonna have to eat a bunch of Adderall in the morning, and just research yeah. revolutions. Yeah, I think I'm. Gonna, I think we're gonna have to go. I also wanted to talk about Liechtenstein, but I think we're about to wrap the show up. I think I think it's uh, it's about time. All right, how you feeling? I feel great. All right, moving on. So there we go. We're wrapping the show up, Mike. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. Is gonna be a this is a, this is a shorter episode than usual, you know, just because I didn't really do my fucking Liechtenstein research. But we're gonna talk about Liechtenstein a bunch next week. You promise? I swear to God, dude, it's actually pretty cool. I mean, yo, you, dude, they got like multiple princes. It's fucking bugged out in Liechtenstein. I asked you off, Mike, what's going on in Liechtenstein. You said save it. We're gonna talk about it on the show, dude. It's not like that. There's anything particularly going on. I just didn't know anything about Liechtenstein. I started reading about Liechtenstein. So they voted to give their monarchy more power in like 2003. Wait, for real, dude? It's crazy. And they're all they're crazy. They have these princes. They're crazy Catholics over there, dude. Liechtenstein is bugged out. They're like they, dude. They never try to get abortion legalized. It's in Europe. It's it's in it's like bordering Austria. It's crazy. And they're it's just still. and they're just Catholic fucking princes running that shit. They voted to give the monarchy more power, absolute power. It's fucking nuts. Honestly, How does that happen in a European country now? When's the last time Liechtenstein uh, had a revolution? Never. When's the last time they had a war? I mean, probably World War Two. Maybe. Even still, that's almost a hundred years ago now. Eighty years ago. Let's see, Liechtenstein wars. Wars involving Liechtenstein. There was the Thirty Years' War. I mean, that's a pretty long war. Uh, yeah, but it was also in, like, the 1700s. All right. Uh, pages and categories, wars involving Liechtenstein. Austria-Prussian War in 1866. Third Italian War of Independence. Italy doing their thing with a couple of revolutions. There. Again, in 1866, and it paralleled the Austro-Prussian War. So they probably just got dragged in because there was just too much nonsense going on. Dude, one of the richest countries, though, in Lichtenstein? the world. Yeah. Oh, it's per capita? It's crazy. Killing it. Yeah, I'm going to do some more research, and we'll talk more about Liechtenstein next week. But that's the end of the day. We're ending the show. We're wrapping it up. Good, good, now, good. we have an announcement to make. Well, you already made the announcement, but you're going to be a father. I am. That's crazy. Why is that crazy? You tell me why that's crazy. Mike, you don't have sleeves on right now. So? Mad dads don't have sleeves. It doesn't make it okay. Hmm. Now, how are you feeling about this? I'm feeling pretty happy, dude. Yeah? You're good. Did you see you saw the sonogram and all that? Yeah, of course. All the fingers and toes are there? Yep. We counted them. That's pretty good for you. Yeah, man. I can count up to tw- 20. There you go. Got it. You got it. Took you it. Say you got, it took you a second to get there. Now, I got to say, I am very happy for you. I know you love Alex very much. I do indeed. She's uh, the best. Uh, uh, I know you, you're going to be very happy. And I'm going to say this. I know a lot of people are going to make a lot of jokes 
about you being an incompetent person. Whom? I mean, I don't know if you've been on Reddit recently, but they've already taken up the cause. Uh, however, I personally think that you're going to be a very good dad. You think? 100%, Mike. Do you know why? Why? What has been my consistent defense of you for the entire time we've been friends? I'm stalwart. No. My consistent defense of you as somebody who works here is that you would be hard-pressed to find somebody as enthusiastic for the work. That has consistently been my defense of you when people say that you fuck up too much and you're incompetent. Now, being a dad is the only job that it is undeniable that there is no chance that you will not fuck up. Right? Oh, yeah. It is impossible to not make mistakes as a parent. Anybody who says they never made a mistake as a parent is a liar and probably raped their children. That Uh, checks out, too. So you're going to make mistakes. However, because there is no one who I know who has an enthusiasm for the work, that's all you actually need to be a good dad is an enthusiasm for the work. You're going to make mistakes. And as long as you continue to have an enthusiasm for the work, you will be a great dad, and I'm happy for you, and I think you're going to be great at this. Why, thank you, Chris. Yeah. It'd be nice if you still had all that $250,000 a year you were making as a comedy club booker, but whatever. There's no need for all that. (laughs) But... Oh, that got a laugh out of Alex. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Look, laughter's good for the baby. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the best medicine. Are you happy? I said something nice about you. Yeah. All right. We're good. You have anything to plug? Uh, Besides Alex without a rubber, you fucking idiot? I already did, big dog. <laughs> now you can just dump loads in there for nine more months. Oh. Except I don't know if you want to be doing that because I don't want to know if you want your baby eating your cum. Why not? I don't, you know babies are just sitting there like, mum, 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 mum. they're like Pac-Manning up the cum. I don't think you should be coming in there anymore. Why? That's a good source of protein. I don't know, bro. You can't be having your baby eat your loads. It's crazy. Get to know, you know, their brothers and sisters. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, check out every uh, Saturday before the UFC cards. Uh, I've been getting together with uh, Bardia Helmy from Premier Fight Picks, and we have been breaking down all of the action on all of the uh, uh, UFC cards. So. I think last week we ended up going like five for six on uh, on confident leans for for his picks there. I know I made a fucking boatload of money on UFC this weekend. So. There you go. So watch the live stream, make some money. Now that you're a professional gambler and that's how you're supporting your family, check out the live streams because Mike's really got to make these parlays. I'll tell you that right now. Got to make um, it work, doggy. Exactly. And you follow uh, Mike. At DM Harrington on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN on both those. October 1st, I will be with Justin Silver, Menuhin Hart, and Robbie the Fire Bernstein in Perryville, Maryland. Just check out any of our social medias. We'll be posting a ticket link coming up. But if you're nearby, just keep that in mind. Come through the show. It's going to be a fun time. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't find the next whiskey bar at 
tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you I tell you I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you 